Okay, hi guys. This is episode three of Ultra Melodic Podcast. This is going to be our second Artist of the Week episode. It's going to be on the one and only Kanye West. So we are excited to get into this. He has nine albums, and not including, we're not going to talk about um, Watch the Throne and Kitsy Ghosts, but basically, um, we're going to talk about our background on um, what we, how we basically came to um, our opinion on him and Savinisha, what do you uh, have to say? Uh, Real briefly, I like Kanye. He's in my top 10 artists of all time. Um, I I generally uh, enjoy a lot of his music and I've been listening to him. Um, Not as long as other artists that I've listened to. I became more interested in him just a little bit after Yeezus came out and I and I actually fully delved into his stuff once uh, The Life of Pablo came out. So I've actually only been a fan since about 2016 or so, but I've listened to all his albums multiple times, and I do enjoy his work. Yeah, so for me, Kanye's one of my favorite artists, but it was never really, like, always that way. I've been really, really into him for maybe, like, two years now. And I've, I've always known of him and I've known some of his music, like his bigger hits, mostly Graduation. That album was huge when I was in kindergarten. It came out that year. And I just still remember like all the hits from there. And I, you know, I've known his drama as a person and all that, but you, you have to really separate the person from the music. So when I went into his discography and listened to his albums, I'm like, yeah, he's completely a true artist. So I'm a huge fan of him. So just to preface that, we're excited for this conversation. But um, yeah, so basically we're going to start out with his debut album, um, The College Dropout. So what do you think of that one, Denisha? So I call this the Magnificent Debut Yay. I decided to give all of them titles because I, why not? Um, so this is widely regarded as one of the de- best debuts of all time. And I don't really argue against that. I think it's an incredible piece of work for his first album. And it really showed us what he was going to give us throughout his career. Um, he most certainly delivered. Uh, I'd consider songs like Jesus Walks, All Falls Down. Uh, through the Wire, Family Business, easily some of his best work. Um, one thing I do like is with this album and with a lot of Kanye's work, he does focus on topics that are quite relatable. You know, it's not just about fame, money, and women. It's it. We are, he knows his audience is normal human beings. And yes, you know, he does make songs about fame and that, and we can learn to sympathize with celebrities, but it's really refreshing to see big artists like him kind of humanize themselves and say like, Hey man, I've, I've dealt with the same issues as you guys. I have a family that does like these things happen to. So you can relate to what I am saying. Um, a few negatives. Uh, I know a lot of folks like the skits. I'm not a fan of the skits. I know it adds to the album. It's just not something I enjoy. Um, can't talk about college dropout without talking about the new workout plan. I've given it many listens. I've tried it. I really have. Still bottom tier Kanye. Although the beat is growing on me a little bit more. I'm enjoying it a little bit more. But I still stand by it's one of his worst songs. Mm-hmm. Um, with the rest of the songs that I didn't mention, I'm sure I missed a few notable tracks. But some of those tracks are very uh, middle of the pack. They're not 
they're not huge, but they're like, they're okay Kanye stuff, which I don't know if it takes away from the album, but it's something to be said. Yeah, I honestly don't have anything bad to say about this album, really. Like, even the new workout plan, for instance, I'm not a huge hater of that song, but I can understand why others would. But this album, like you said, one of the best debuts of all time, just in my opinion, from the ones I've heard. Everything on here, all good songs. I mean, uh, so we don't care. The intro track, essentially, is just one of his most catchy choruses, I feel like. It just gets in your head. All Falls Down, of course, just such a well-composed song. Still one of my all-time top 10 favorite Kanye songs. Um, Spaceship, I think this one's a really underrated one. I love the beat on this one. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit longer, 524, but like it's really great. I love Spaceship. Um, Jesus Walks, of course, just a great song. And then we got um, Through the Wire, still one of my favorite Kanye songs. Family Business, just a very, you know, like Venetia was saying, a song that he opens up about, you know, um, his life and issues that are going on with that in the song. It's very personal. And then Last Call, this is a great outro track. So honestly, this is definitely one of the albums where I can say like the last three tracks are just like all so strong. And I feel like that's rare. A lot of albums I listen to, it's always the first few tracks that are really strong, but then the last few tracks, one, it's like one of them is bound to be kind of a filler, but this album, you like close it with all completely really good tracks. And this album, I just feel like the lyricism is great on here. It's just Kanye, you know, when people are referring to like old Kanye and how they miss him, they're obviously referring to this album as a big, big part of that. And, you know, this album just has so many good aspects to it. And it's aged so well. 2004, it still holds up to this day as a classic hip-hop album. And, yeah, I don't have anything negative to mm -hmm. say about this thing at all. And uh, it was just such a great and impressive debut. And Lauryn Hill inspired this album, too, which I think is something interesting to add here. But, yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I completely, I completely agree with you. I mean, there's a reason why it's so highly regarded as one of the best debuts. I mean, there, there's a reason for that praise, and that's just because it's, it's so well done. And he just gave us a taste of, of what he can do because he's done better. In my opinion, he's done better. Some people think this is his best, but I think he's done better. But again, it's truly incredible for a first work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so then we got his sophomore album, 2005's Late Registration. So what do you think of that one, Venetia? I call it Wait, He Did It Again, Yay. Um, <laughs> so a lot of my notes are uh, very similar to the college dropout. Um, I think it was an excellent follow-up. I wouldn't say that there was a drop in quality if there even was one. If you want to make the argument that there was, I would not say that there is a huge drop. I don't even know if there is a, a drop in quality or not. That's kind of debatable. Um, we have his first very big hit, which is Gold Digger. I think he like the first album had its hits, but this was the numbers on Gold That's Digger yeah. were were incredible. Everyone. So Gold Digger was was huge, right? This is the first big. Yeah. Kanye West song. Um, other notable songs, Hey Mama, Roses, uh, Diamonds from Sierra Leone, and We Major, some of his best uh, best tracks. 
Um, hey Mama, I want to touch on that because I think that is one of the best songs I've ever heard. It's truly, it, it's truly touching. Um, I, I think it's it's work like this that is the reason why he is so respected. I, every time, every time I listen to, it, I never fail to like get teary eyed, just because of how much it like it hits your soul. You know, even though it's an upbeat track, it hits my soul very much. I don't know. Like, I I I love that song very much. And, um and uh negatives uh similarly to college dropout not a fan of skits it's just just a me thing mm -hmm. um okay and again similarly to what i was saying about the college dropout the rest of the songs seem to be middle of the pack but this album i don't think contains a bottom tier kanye song mm -hmm. so i guess if you want to make an argument that this one is better than college dropout that could be listed as a as a possibility yeah i love late registration like I, I don't know why really i mean i do know why but like because it's a great album but i've just always been such a huge fan of this album and uh i really think that i always say the college dropout had slightly better lyricism but late registration has slightly better production so i think they just balance each other out with that and i that's why i think they're still kind of on the same level you know Mm -hmm. So this album just, I don't know, it's just like has such a classy vibe to Kanye West, kind of like Call It Dropout, but honestly, I just love the production on this thing. So Touch the Skies, probably still one of my favorite Kanye West songs. It's just so uplifting and motivational kind of, and it's just, it's just such a fun song. It's just genuinely fun and just, I love listening to it. Drive Slow, I think, is an underrated one. I really like the beat on this one, and I don't think it gets enough praise. Um, Roses, just another great song, beautiful. Um, then you've got Diamonds from Sierra Leone. I like the remix more. Jay-Z kills it on his verse, and this song is an absolute banger. We measure a very long song, seven and a half minutes, but I mean... It's just, it never gets boring. I always say We Major is kind of like a victory lap song. It feels like after you've like accomplished something big and it's like the instrumentals just like so like triumphant. And I really love that song. And Hey Mama, Manisha said all that I had to say about that one. It's just a beautiful song and still one of my favorite Kanye West songs since I first heard it and to this day. And then, yeah, basically every... Like, I really don't think this has a bad song. I know some people try to, like, hate on Addiction, I think, is the main one. But I still think the song's okay. And it's just, this album's a very, very impressive follow-up to an album, The College Dropout, a debut album where he set the bar so high already. It's so rare that when you set the bar that high, you have a follow-up that's arguably just as good, you know? Like, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah, this is definitely yet another excellent album that adds to his strong discography. So, no, I, I completely agree with uh, everything you're saying. Uh, late Registration actually kind of grew on me a little bit. Um, I didn't like it as much, but as I listened to it more and more, I learned to love it more and more. So it's overall a great body of work. Yeah, so we have his third album, 2007's Graduation, up next. So what do you think of that one? I call this hit-making, yay. Um, <laughs> of the I think this is the most enjoyable listen. Um, 
stronger. This is where we get stronger. And I think stronger is what made him a household name. So he was obviously very well known. Not very. I don't know how well known he was. I was only like seven when this came out. So um, he, people knew Somewhat him. Well I, think, yeah. I think, I think with stronger, he became someone that became very well known. I think this was like his biggest hit up and up until uh, that point. I mean, stronger is where I first heard of him. When I heard stronger, I learned who Kanye West was. Took me until that point too. Um, I'd consider other songs: Homecoming, Flashing Lights, I Wonder, Everything I Am, all incredible tracks off this album. Um, I'd say though that this is a drop down in quality. From the other two albums in the trilogy, though, I just don't. It's a fun list. I think it's the most fun listen, and I I love this album. I love listening to it, and I think maybe nostalgia plays a huge factor because I heard this album a lot more than the other ones um, when I was younger. But I would say this is the weakest by far of the three. in Drunken Hot Girls, can't talk about graduation without talking about Drunken Hot Girls. I mean, that is his worst song. Like, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. I'd like to know what he was thinking, but I don't. Know. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then songs like Barry Bonds and Big Brother being on there don't really help its case either. It's they're just not uh. good, you know. So. I, I love I think I think it's it's a fun listen. I love listening to it. I turn to graduation more than any other album. But that that's that's all that there is to it. Yeah. Graduation, I feel like this album always has a special place for me because I was so young when this came out. I looked up the release date, it came out the week that I actually started kindergarten which is like kind of ironic because this album's graduation, you know? So I'm like, oh, but <laughs> no, I remember all the hits from this album in when I was in high school or when I was in. <laughs> so I remember a lot of hits from this album when I was in kindergarten. So Stronger was a big hit, Flashing Lights also. Yeah. And um, these songs, I just remember being everywhere. And like Manisha said, this is a really fun listen. It's genuinely fun. I feel like the general public, this is the album that they latch onto the most. It's the one that's getting the most streams and charting high out of his older albums. And I can see why that is, you know, like most people that I know who aren't big Connie fans love to blast this album, Graduation. Mm-hmm. And it has that mass enjoyable appeal, which in itself is a quality that this album has over some of his others where I do think it does miss a little bit is it's not as creative and as groundbreaking as some of his other albums. So it doesn't have the, when I think of Kanye West, I think of just such a visionary and someone who's always pushing the boundary with his music. This doesn't necessarily do that. Not that it's a bad thing. Like I said, it is a talent in itself to create an album that's so universally appealing, but I don't think that, there's not much artistic merit on this one to go by. There is a little bit, some of it, but not, not as much to the standard that we hold Kanye West to. Mm-hmm. And I also think, you know, Drunken Hot Girls, not good. Barry Bonds, uh, two bad tracks in a row is never the way to go with this album. So if those were cut out, it definitely would be better. But mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely a very fun listen. So my favorite tracks would have to be Good Morning, a great intro track. Um, I Wonder is my favorite song on here. I 
I love the sample. The sample use is great. I think it's a very inspirational and motivational song. Um, I just, I don't know. It just tugs at the heartstrings a bit, even though it's an upbeat song. But then you've got uh, Good Life. And I forgot that one was a big hit. It's a nostalgic one for me. Yeah. And Homecoming. Homecoming's a great song. Chris Martin from Coldplay on that course was a perfect choice. And yeah, Homecoming's definitely my second favorite after I wonder. But Graduation, it's another good album. It's definitely a little bit different what, talking about this album than his others because it doesn't have as much of a creative side to it, but it does have more of a universal appealing side. So I think this is a very good album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to point out my sister isn't a big fan of Kanye, but she loves Homecoming. So there is there, yeah. there is that to the universal appeal right there. That's so. what I'm saying. Totally, in my experience, Graduation's the album that the older album pre My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy that people like. So yeah, now we're going on to 2008's album 808s and Heartbreak. So what do you think of that one, Venetia? I call it Simpie. <laughs> Um, you can't talk about 808s without talking about the impact of this album. It overpowers yeah. anything else about mm-hmm. this album. It paved the way for this new style of rap. It it paved the way for Drake's existence. Um, <laughs> I mean, for a lot of new rappers' existence, but Drake is basically the simp rapper these days. Um. But without 808s, we wouldn't have all this new style of rap that we have today. So the impact is certainly what is the album's biggest, greatest quality, not biggest, greatest quality. Um, Songs like Heartless, Welcome to Heartbreak, Paranoid, some incredible tracks uh, on the album. I just don't think it aged as well as his other works. I mean, you talk about college dropout, you talk about late registration, they came out four, three, four years prior and they're, they're still doing just as well. They, they sound incredible, but I can't listen to 808s that much these days. I just can't, I don't know. I don't, I don't en- enjoy it that ma- Maybe it's just me. I don't know if it's just me, but I just don't think the production on here aged very well. Um, I know it's, I know it's groundbreaking, but it's not like timeless, I guess. Um, See you in my night nightmares is a bottom tier Kanye. I also don't see the replay value here. Some people say it's their favorite, to which I ask if they're okay. Um, but I, I don't. I don't see the replay. I I genuine. I genuinely. I wish I could see the replay value here, but I just can't. Yeah, I overall like this album. I'm never going to say that I don't like it. Kanye West is just an amazing artist and so many great albums that he has that I feel like if any other artist released this album, it would be their best. But I don't think this is anywhere near Kanye's best. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it aged well. It sounds dated. It's grounded in some sense that were really of that time. You know, it was influential, though. We can't discredit it. There is something to be said about the influence of, you know, him you know singing a lot in here being emotional the content and um the production direction but i do still think there is a lot of this album that dates it as a 2008 record so i think there's all honestly not that much highlights either here when i'm comparing it to a lot of other connie west albums 
just in my opinion, Say You Will, I really like this intro song. I think it's um, it's really long, but it's great. The instrumental is kind of like hypnotizing in a way. I like that song. Welcome to Heartbreak with Kid Cudi is a great one. Heartless, obviously classic song. Um, so it starts off strong with those three tracks, but then like I'm kind of iffy on, I mean, Amazing is like very repetitive and it's like, some people think it's a good song, but it's just not, it's not the Kanye I know. So like, it's not for me. Love Lockdown. Okay. I like that one. Um, Paranoid. It's okay. And then let's see, there's not really any other streetlights. That's a, I'll give streetlights credit. That one is a beautiful song and it's a good yeah, album. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like that's basically it. So while I do admire this album for having a cohesive and visionary theme to it, I can't say that this album's anything amazing, especially when you compare it to Kanye's other albums, but it's still really good. You know, Kanye makes such great work. I mean, it just doesn't measure up. So yeah, that's what I think about 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I I completely agree with you there. You can't take away from the cultural significance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just not as good. Mm-hmm. So now moving on to 2010's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So what do you think of this one? Call it Legendary Yay. I think Mm. everyone calls it Legendary Yay. I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason why this album is praised so much. You know, not only does it have the hits and power and all of the lights, it's got his two best songs, in my opinion, Devil in a New Dress and Runaway. From the lyrics to the production to the features even on this album. We got to talk about the features on this album. This album is very well put together. And, you know, people, yeah, it's got all these great songs, right? Then it's got the weaker songs. Every album's got the weaker songs. So the quote unquote weaker tracks are better than tracks that most artists produce. Like, they're really not bad. None of them are actually very bad. I mean, I, I will personally defend Hell of a Life to the t- I love that song. I think that song is is a fun listen. Yeah, sure, it's not like lyrically as magnificent as the other ones, right? But it's a it's a fun listen. You cannot take that away from that one. Um, y- you know, he he made these super long. A lot of these tracks have long run times. I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of them have very long run times for an album. And um, he made these songs, and people will willingly listen to the entirety of these songs he made songs that can be recognized with one note the first note of runaway everyone knows what is coming up right he, i i mean it takes someone legendary to be able to to do that you have to i don't know and then and then i'll briefly go into the features are all very well chosen they all delivered uh rick ross did his thing and everything i jay-z everyone everyone did great uh special shout out to our queen Nicki minaj though coming in embodying every man on on monster with that verse that verse will go down as one of the best verses ever uh, it's truly incredible but every every feature was a wonderful choice so true i mean really i don't know what's there's nothing really wrong with this album. Um, so I don't really have negatives to say for it. It's just, it's not my favorite. It's not the most enjoyable to listen to me, but that's just based, that's just me. Like, that's not even a negative. That's just me saying it's not my favorite. 
Yeah, I mean, I already said basically a lot of what I wanted to say in my uh, top 10 favorite albums of all time. I have this at number four, but just going off of that, this album is his created peak, artistic created peak in my opinion. Just the production on here is so distinguishable from his stuff and from everything else that was coming out at the time that it's just, it just feels so focused but like so chaotic at the same time that it made it sound so just true to himself. This album has a lot of highlights for me. Gorgeous is probably still my favorite Kanye West song and just the bars on here are insane. The verses, Kid Cudi's great on it. Um, Power has such a great beat to it. It's just addicting. All the lights is just chaotic in the best way possible. Rihanna and like all the features are great on here, but especially Rihanna's my favorite on that course. Monster, obviously, with Nicki Minaj doing great on that verse. So Appalled, I think this is an underrated one. I love Jay-Z's part. I love the instrumental. So Appalled's one of my favorites. Devil in a New Dress, my second favorite Kanye West song, probably one of my all-time favorite songs in general. Just the instrumental's great on here. And um Kind of, I don't know. Def, Rick Ross takes the song to a new level for sure. Runaway, I don't think this is the best song on here, but I, I would say it's third. But I really do like Runaway, though. And then Hell of a Life and Blame Game, they get a lot of hate, but I still really like them. And Lost in the World, not my favorite, but I think it, I think it served its purpose for a closing track. It fits the narrative, so yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, every, everything good about this album has been said. There's nothing more that we can say that's like not been said. Mm -hmm. It's just that good. Yeah. So moving on to, or actually 2011's Watch the Throne, we're not going to cover, but just really quickly, this isn't really my favorite album. I expected more from Jay Z, especially. I think Kanye did a good, but I didn't like Jay Z on here. But um, yeah. So moving on to 2013's Jesus, what do you think of that, Venetia? I call this experimenting, yay. Um, it was very different, but dare I say it's well done. I think it's aged better than some of his, than, than people expected, than some of his other albums. Um, I've always enjoyed Jesus. I'm proud to say that I've always enjoyed Jesus. I didn't jump on this bandwagon of liking Yeezus or of this like, after X many listens, I finally get Yeezus. Like, you either like it or you don't. I feel like you either just like Yeezus and the sound of it or you don't. I don't really, and it's okay if you don't like the sound. That doesn't, you're not elite if you like Yeezus. I'm sorry. Like, okay, that was my rant on that. Um, it's short, it's sweet, which I love, 10 tracks. It's a very energetic listen, which I love about it. And it tells kind of like a great story of him ultimately falling in love with Kim K, which of course, now we know how that story ends. Mm -hmm. um, I would consider probably New Slaves, Hold My Liquor, Bound To, Blood on the Leaves, Black Skinhead, some of the great tracks on this album. And it's my favorite album cover. I didn't talk about album covers a lot, but this is my favorite and I can't explain it. There's just something about it's simplicity that I like. It's just seedy. Um, yeah. Uh, negatives, I mean, I get why people don't like it. Uh, it has a different sound than the rest of what Kanye has made. 
which again is perfectly fine if you don't like it you don't need to be like it's not like you're not hipster if you like it or like you're not extra cool if you like it yeah you just like it that's fine people don't like it let them don't like it then um i also i i flip-flopped on this a lot but um i ultimately came to the conclusion that i don't think anything on this album is mind-blowingly good like like i couldn't make an art like i and none, no song on this album could have an argument for top 10. Things could come close, right? I think New Slaves could come close. I think Blood on the Leaves could come close. I think Hold, uh, Hold My Liquor could come close. But none of them could make top 10. Maybe top 20. You can make that argument. But I don't think any of them make a top 10 argument. So there's nothing really mind-blowingly good about it. But that means that they're just all good. Not mind-blowingly good. I don't know. I like it, though. This is one of my favorites, and it's always been one of my favorites. That's a fair assessment. I've always been a pretty big Jesus defender. I really like the sound of this album, and it sounds great through headphones, the production. It's great for a run. It's like my go-to running and cardio album. It's just so, like, gives you an adrenaline rush. But I really love this thing. It's definitely built a cult following, I feel like, with the younger fans. But even then, it's like not just for the younger fans because I play my dad this album in the car and he loved this thing, which I think is so funny. He's like this, he's like the production's so good on here, it's original. So like, I love that. Um, but yeah, this album's great. I just love the sound to it. It's definitely cohesive, but in a really good way. It keeps you engaged. Every track is differentiable and it just keeps you invested. So my favorites on here would be... Probably, let's see, Black Skinhead's good, New Slave's really good. Now here's where my like hot takes come into play, I guess. Hold My Liquor, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that song. I just don't like it as much as the rest of the stuff on here. Bound to also, I don't, I think the song is overrated. I don't think it's, I think it's good. I think it's maybe like top 30, Kanye, but I don't think it's top 10. I just think the production's way different on this song than the other tracks on here. I think this loop sample is kind of a little bit annoying, but it's my opinion. You didn't like it when he says one good girl is worth a thousand women? Yeah. It's just, I feel like Bound 2, there's so many other Connie songs that I feel like are more original and just more innovative than Bound 2, but I don't know. I do get the appeal, I guess, because it is catchy (laughs) and it is I don't know. The music video was obviously a big thing with Kim. So yeah, but send it up though. I really like this song. Like, why isn't this song getting the attention? I feel like, cause I get that it has like some really bad lyrics on it, but I love the production on that song. So I guess my opinions on a lot of songs of this album are a little bit different, but I don't know. Blood on the Leaves is the only song on here that would make my top 10 Kanye West songs. So that one does, but I can see the argument for it not being, and I do agree with you, I wouldn't really consider any of the other songs top 10, but I also wouldn't consider really many below like the 50 mark, maybe a few, but really not that much. It's a pretty consistently good album and i feel like the production on here is just a really really strong point the instrumentals are so so killer and so original i feel like even though people are like death grips was already doing this but it's like i'm like i I don't want to be like slandering using that to slander the album because Kanye west 
an artist who's been taking so many artistic risks, doing just turning and pivoting, doing yet another direction, so impressive within itself. Mm-hmm. And I do now I do get where the critiques come into play about like, oh, this is some of Kanye's worst bars on here. Like the lyrics aren't as good. And I do get some of them like, yeah, I'm not going to deny that some of the lyrics suck on here, but it's like the production, you have to tailor everything to the instrumentals. And I feel like it wouldn't make sense for him to have college dropout lyricism on an album with production like this. So that's why I defend this album in that sense. That makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, I one of the for me one of the underrated tracks is Guilt Trip. I actually really like Guilt Trip. Yeah, that's a good one. People don't, I like but I I really like that one too. I like Guilt uh, Trip. Uh, okay, so then moving on to 2016's release, The Life of Pablo. A lot of interesting things to say about this one. What do you think? I call it the return of the Yay Taylor beef. Because that's literally all that was happening when this was. Um, so I started becoming a little more interested in Kanye around this time. Like, like actually, actively interested. Not just, uh, oh yeah, I know Kanye West. I listen to him. I, I like waited for this album to come out and everything. Um, so I think this album actually has a lot of incredible tracks that we just kind of don't, we don't really talk too much about it. We always talk about all of his other works, but I feel like The Life of Pablo has so many good songs that are just kind of overlooked. Like we have, so we have Ultra Light Beam, Father Stretch My Hands, Part One, Famous, No More Parties in LA, St. Pablo, or just a few to name, and, and um, FML, Waves, Wolves, those are all just great songs. And they're overlooked because the fillers are just vast in number and poor in quality. And we just skip over the fact there's all these great songs and realize, look at all these terrible ones on here. And that's why I just don't think this album is quite as respected as, as the other ones. I think if he just trimmed it and if he took out irrelevant tracks, then it would actually like, be way higher on most people's list you know this this album comes in at about 20 tracks you could probably easily take out five of them and i think it'd be so much a so much better album i guess plus on top of that the whole beef with taylor about famous is kind of it took away from the album too because everyone was so so intrigued with what's what was happening there that they kind of didn't uh, think too much. There were they didn't right, think too much about the album itself. They were like, oh, what is Taylor gonna say next? What is Kanye or, or Kim in that matter? Kim said more <laughs> gonna say next in this beef. I remember trying to keep up with all of it and mm, taking sides. You team Taylor, you team Kanye. Like it took away from the album. All of that happening just took away from the album. So, but yeah, I I think I think a, a lot of people find this to be their favorite album, which. There's a there's a good number of reasons for it. There's another good song is Thirty Hours too. I completely forgot about Thirty Hours is also great too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been seeing a lot more love for this album recently. I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden, all these fans are like, "T. Lops's best album." It's I don't think it's his best album. I don't overhype this, but I think it's really good though. So, it does have a lot of highlights to it. When I look at the track list, I mean, 
famous, just such a banger. I don't care if, about, you know, the Taylor Swift drama at this point. I, I do really like Taylor Swift. I listen to both Kanye West and Taylor Swift. So before you come at me, just know that. You could listen to our Taylor Swift thing yeah, before. We- <laughs> I mean, we're, we're doing both in a in two weeks span but basically famous just uh i love that song so much and the sample on there on the outro one of my favorite samples in outros ever um then we got ways really interesting production on that one then we got a lot of these a lot of my highlights come towards the end so no more parties in la six minutes 40 14 seconds but just an amazing song kendrick Lamar featured on here. This is one of the times that a big name and big talent collaboration has actually worked because there's so many times they get disappointed by big name collabs, but Kanye and Kendrick on this thing was just, oh my God, it it turned out exactly how I wanted it to turn out. Kendrick killed it. Kanye killed it. The instrumental is so, so good. One of Kanye's best if not his best this literally has an argument for his best instrumental in my opinion but i just really like this song um and then saint pablo this song's been growing on me a lot during the past few months it's one of my favorites on here it's just kanye really i don't know it's a great lyrically a great song kanye opens up about a lot of things on here and the production's great so yeah, those are my highlights, but I really do think a lot of songs need to be cut on here. Like there's no reason for it to be 20 tracks. I feel like this album, gradu- so I said Graduation was like the most accessible album for like pre My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy albums. I feel like this is the most for the post albums. I feel like I see a lot of general public members listening to this album a lot. Yeah, and I do see why it did have a little bit of a trendy touch to it. This is Kanye um, exemplifying that he can follow trends in a way that he still maintains his artistry and his sound. So there are like a little bit of trap beats on here, but I really, really do um, see the appeal to this album, and I do like it. I just think it's very all over the place for me. Like some albums do get away with being all over the place, but this one there is a lot to it for me to follow and i've already specified that i'm a person that likes you know very like short concise and like cohesive albums this style isn't necessarily for me but the amount of good songs this album's just a lot i think i forgot to talk about ultralight being that's a great opener too yeah and then father stretch my hands this song people love but i think it's just so short for me to call it mm-hmm. a fan i don't know why this song's a fan favorite when it's two minutes 16 seconds i mean it's good but yeah. So anyways, I do have a lot of good things to say about this album, but I would keep it far from his best. Yeah. I agree with you with it just being more accessible to the public. The general public tends to really like this album. I mean, I, when I talk to my friends who are very casual Kanye listeners, they're like, oh, I listen to Graduation and The Life of Pablo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Me too. So it, I, I completely agree. And I think Father With My Hands is was really popular upon release i think it's been popular among the public i don't know why i think it's the lyrics maybe yeah it has a lot of screen there's just something interesting about what he says i don't know but i yeah i i agree with you though not not his best far from his best but still really really good Mm -hmm. yeah and we must add that i feel like this album became a lot better after he tweaked it the production Mm -hmm. because he originally 
released this album on title, like a lot of different aspects to it, but he fixed the samples and all that. So yeah, I do like the new version more, but um, going into 2018's album. Yay. So what do you think of that? I call this introspective. Yay. (laughs) Um, So it's super short coming in at seven tracks. Um, The one thing I like uh, about this is there is an overarching story of this album and I think that's the best part about it is he really delves deep into his soul almost he really into his into his own actions into his own beliefs um and how these things affect him affect his family um and I think that that is an incredible feat for just seven tracks being able to tell that story in just seven tracks is really uh incredible uh ghost town and violent crimes are the best tracks uh on this album i think um it doesn't have the best replay value for me uh i very rarely actually go back to it um and the songs tend to be a bit overrated honestly in my opinion i i ghost town is great i love it it's a great song but people are really pushing the limit here when they're like, oh, it's top 10 Kanye or it's the best Kanye song. I can probably name 15 songs, at least 15 songs that are better. Um, I don't, don't make me do it right now. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't prepare for this. Um, but no, I, they're good, but they're like, he's done better. You know, like I get the story's great and everything, but no singular song is like mind blowingly good. You know, it's just good for me. That's all I have to say about Yay, really. It's really short, so I don't really have a whole lot to, to mention. Mm-hmm. I think your problem's the same exact problem that I have. Nothing on here is mind-blowingly good, except Ghost Town. I don't even have that top 10. I have a top 20 in my Connie songs, which is really good. But other than that, there's no like career highlights. I don't think there's any career highlights besides that. Um, I do like some of the songs, so I like Yikes. I like um, No Mistakes and violent crimes which is which are good songs the rest of them are very like definition in the middle of the pack i do think overall this is a decent album it does have an overarching story like you said so i do think this is a good album but there's nothing mind-blowingly good like literally compared to every single album except one but every single album there's nothing that's mind-blowingly artistically like some anything to write home about i feel like so this album, I don't come back to it really that much besides certain individual tracks. I don't listen to it in full because I don't see, I, I just don't. So it's okay, a decent album, but it just kind of is one of those albums that gets buried in Kanye West's discography for me. It's not my top choice to go to, but that's just me. So yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. So uh, really quick, Kidsy Ghost 2018 release. Kid Cudi and Kanye, we're not going to go full into that, but I love this project. That's all I'll say. I really like it. So, right. it's, uh, it's best. going into 2019's Jesus King, what do you think? I call it, what is this, yay? <laughs> so, since we're going to talk about positives and negatives, uh, Use This Gospel is the positive. I, yeah. I like that song. And I love the sax, the saxophone. That part, oh, it's so beautiful. And it just, oh, I love that part. Um, I also like the line where he says, closed on Sunday. 
you're my Chick-fil-A. I don't know why. I think it's so cheesy and dumb. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. I don't like the song. I just like that line, actually. Um, into the negatives. I don't know what he was doing here. Was he trying to make a gospel album? Maybe? I don't. If if he was trying to, then I guess he accomplished his goal. Like, I'm not... I'm not it won a Grammy. It, it just won a Grammy for best gospel album. Yeah, so I guess that's what he was trying to do. <laughs> um, but like, this isn't this isn't the Kanye we know and love, right? It's this is a completely different Kanye, and and I know he's done things differently. You know, it, throughout his whole career, he's always tried something new. But in this case, it just it just didn't work. You know, Um, none of these songs are considered his best or even come close, really. I think most of these are bottom tier Kanye. If I had to make a list ranking them all, I'd probably put 85% in bottom tier Kanye with a few exceptions being, you know, middle tier Kanye. But I remember listening when I first listened to this album when it came out, I was so excited. I was like, oh, wow, like we're getting a new Kanye album. Let's see. And (laughs) I remember like I was like getting ready and stuff, right? It was in the morning. And I was just listening to it while I was getting ready. And then afterwards, I just sat on my bed and I was like utterly confused with what I I was like, what did I just listen to? Mm -hmm. Like, what did I just spend 30 minutes of my life doing? (laughs) I was so, I was so lost. I was like, okay, I'm never listening to this again. And it's true. I have not, the only times I have fully revisited this album is if I would like, reviewing it or ranking it or something that's the only time i've ever revisited the album since it's since its first release so i don't have i don't have anything nice to say about it and it's okay you don't have to be nice every artist misses you know i don't well a lot of artists miss most artists miss there's very few artists that some artists don't but there's a there's a few that don't i take that back there's a few that don't miss but most of them do and this was kanye's miss and it's okay it's okay that he missed. We move on. Yeah. I've only listened to this thing two times on the way through. So I don't have a good opinion on this. I'm just going to say that. I've, there's There's been no reason for me to really like listen to it. It's just not for me. I'm not a religious person, so I don't really get the stuff that's going on here. I don't know if he, this is what he intended it to be. I don't know if it accomplished that goal well, but seeing other religious people talking about this, it doesn't really seem that way. So, I mean, follow God. I do. I think this is a decent song. It's salvageable. Um, Use this gospel also, like you said, that's a good one. Those are the only two songs that I actually went back to this album for and listened a few times afterwards. But everything else, I just like, I can't even tell you really what they sound like. It's, uh, it's It's just confusing, like you said, just so different. And there's not, there's just not much to say. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's an interesting way to. I genuinely have nothing else to add. Like I, yeah, I tried to be positive about it, you know, but I can't. It, it's an interesting way to end this <laughs> discussion on him. But so it, I feel like at least it sets the bar really low for like his future work. So I'm not expecting anything good for his future work that's yeah. going to be great. So he promised I, like three albums. True. Right, he's like made yeah. all these promises. He's like, "Oh, this is coming. This is coming," and like it just never did. So that's right. 
<laughs> yeah. So with that, we have wrapped up his discography. That was a really weird note to end on. Um, but now we're going to go into our personal rankings of his albums really briefly. So Dylan, you want to start us off? Um, yeah, so at number nine, I have Jesus King. At number eight, I have Yay. At number seven, I have 808s and Heartbreak. At number six, I have The Life of Pablo. Then this is where it gets really hard. I love these top five albums, so they're not bad. <laughs> uh, at number five, I have Jesus. Number four, I have Graduation. At number three, I have The College Dropout. Number two, Late Registration. And number one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So, yeah, that's my ranking. Nice, nice. Uh, for me, I got Jesus is King coming up last. Uh, eight, I have Yay. Seven, I have 808s. Uh, six, I have College Dropout. Uh, five, I have Late Registration. Four, I have Life of Pablo. Top three was definitely tough, but what I realized was three, I actually have My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Two, I have Jesus. And number one is Graduation. So there you have it, folks. Um, this is the end of episode three of ultra melodic podcast I want to thank you guys for watching and tuning in with us um we release episodes every wednesday and saturday on all of our social media so definitely uh, not all of our social media we release them on youtube and spotify but you can check us out on all of our social media we also have a website which has the schedule of our episodes so definitely check that out to see what is coming up next our next episode is going to be us discussing the pros and cons of streaming and how it's affecting the music industry. So we're definitely excited to really delve into that. It's a little bit different than what we've talked about so far, but we're super excited to talk about that with you guys. Um, so with that, let's, we're going to wrap things up. Um, see you next time from Venetia and from Dylan. Uh, thanks again for watching. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.